Hello, um, it is Hing here. Oh man, this is such a great episode of the podcast. We had a really, really great guest. Uh, his name is Jordan Morris. He's from the United States of America. You might have heard of it. Uh, he's one half of a podcast called Jordan Jesse Go that uh, was one of the things that made Ben and I want to get into podcasting when we were back at uni, like years ago. Um, Jordan was so kind with this time. So if you enjoy this episode, please um, send him something nice on social media to let him know this wasn't a complete waste of his time. Um, in this episode, though, you're going to hear Jordan doing a little bit of promo for his upcoming graphic novel, Bubble, um, which is based on a super funny podcast of the same name uh, that he made a few years ago. If you're a fan of that show or of him, you can pre-order it to anywhere in the world from booksoup.com. And Jordan wanted to uh, mention that there are signed copies of uh, it available from there for pre-order. There's a link in the podcast description. And also... If you're in Sydney, um, I, that is Hing, I've started a new improv night um, because I wanted to. Um, Yeah, I just wanted a place to do fun improv with really funny, cool people. Uh, Friday nights at Improv Theatre Sydney in Redfern. The show is called The Instagram Show. We grab people out of the audience. We put their Instagram account up on a projector. We ask them about it and then we just do scenes on that. Um, We just did the first one on Friday. It is so fucking funny. Um, sometimes we're going to have special guests. Sometimes people will let us read their DMs. It's uh, going to be a fucking wild ride. Uh, and the cast is all people you'd know from Free to Good Home or our other podcast, Dragon Friends. Um, on Friday, we had like Tom Walker, Alex Lee, Claire Kavanagh, all people who you'd know from uh, Fatagha. Uh, this week, I think Ben's doing it. Eden, I think you might know from Dragon Friends. Anyway, brand new improv show, ITS in Redfern. Uh, you can get tickets from the Improv Theatre Sydney website. Uh, all right, let's get to the show. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Free to a Good Home, a podcast about classifieds. Uh, my name is Michael Hing, and joining me is a man who I think has said just had a lovely haircut. It's Ben Jenkins. Hello, Ben. You know what I've done, Michael? I haven't had a haircut. I've slicked my hair back, which <laughs> is nature's haircut. Um, <laughs> that was I really think, yeah. It looks I think great. That was the most professional opening to this podcast you've ever done, and I know it's because you're trying to impress our guests, and I think that's really yes. sweet. I am. I'm desperately keen to impress our guest. Uh, we're big fans of his, obviously. You would know him from uh, his podcast, Jordan, Jesse Go, from his other podcast, Bubble, which is now a graphic novel about to be released in mm-hmm. July. It's Jordan Morris. G'day, Jordan. How's it going? Hi. Hi. It's great to be here. And boy, I hate to burst your bubble early, but that haircut thing sucked, man. That was really... <laughs> <laughs> what a... <laughs> I mean, where do we go from there? Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I'm you sorry, were, you were trying, I could tell, note. it was just so sweaty, <laughs> yeah. you're like, uh, Jordan's yeah. going to love those haircuts. <laughs> That's thing. the word, isn't it, Jordan? Huh? Isn't it? It was sweaty is what Thank it was. You. It was really... And, I, and, and, you know, it felt yeah. a little taunting. Uh, I, I, I should say, I'm I'm in America, and you Australians uh, uh, flaunting how you can just go get haircuts willy-nilly. Yeah, our country oh, is so good at yeah. our pandemic response. <laughs> so... <laughs> So it wasn't. It wasn't just you know bad mm-hmm. chat. It was insulting. Yeah, and I want to get ahead. I of guess it that was really what I was doing. It was a taunting power play by me. I thought <laughs> I'll start the podcast and really try and alpha it over you, Jordan. <laughs> You're like, yeah, we Man, can go get a haircut whenever we want here in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me kissing and hugging my loved ones. <laughs> Eating wherever I Do please. You know, I have a friend. I have a friend who exclusively gets haircuts at night. Okay. Well, that's illegal, surely. Surely that's illegal. That's that's my thing. It's one of those things where it's like I don't think, I don't, I can't, I can't pinpoint what's wrong about that, but it's so unsavory. It feels sinister, to me. doesn't it? <laughs> it does, doesn't it? 
it's like yeah, it's Thank like it's you. like at a place where you have like maybe there's a secret knock, you know, it's a barber shop yeah, where yeah. <laughs> you do the shave and a haircut knock, and then you get a yeah, shave exactly. and a haircut from a shifty character who's awake <laughs> at nine p.m. It's really it's really hard. It is not Jordan. It, it's nine p.m. I'm not talking about like the witching hour. Like it's well and truly like sun's down. Don't like it. And he's up there getting a haircut. Don't like I it. just I'm, I'm not. No, don't like it at all. Mm. Um, but welcome. Have you um, have you ever been to Australia, Jordan? No, I never have. Um, I hope and to you go never someday. Will. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is, <laughs> this is how I find out. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to sort of virtual Australia, mm-hmm. where, as you say, the th- things are things are sort of normal-ish right now. We um we were talking to uh, Matt Christman last week, who's um, in California as well. And he was saying that things are sort of opening up there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So people are getting vaxxed. We're we're moving into a, another tier where we were in the orange tier, and I think we're going into the yellow tier, which mm-hmm. uh, is confusing. Uh, I'm <laughs> sure. I'm not even clear on what I can and can't do, but it seems to be trending in a nice way. Uh, I've got uh, both of my vaxes and I'm kind of like waiting for immunity and uh, yeah, no, things, 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 you know, I think everyone's cautiously optimistic that, you know, maybe uh, during the summer we'll be able to do some normal stuff and see loved ones and, uh, you know, lick the sidewalk like we used to and <laughs> just like you just used do to. all that fun stuff. And how has your pandemic been? Has like has it been? Has it been like? Have you been going stir crazy? Have you like? Yeah, have you lost your? Have you lost your mind, Jordan Morris? <laughs> yeah, some light madness, I would say. I would call the <laughs> madness light. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I've I've been lucky in a lot of ways. My like, you know, my immediate family, you know, has stayed safe. I haven't had any like you know, huge personal losses. I was able to kind of stay modestly, mildly employed during, during everything. So yeah, I, 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 I had an okay time as far as uh, pandemics go. Um, um, but yeah, definitely like, I feel like I'm insane. I've, you know, and, and living alone is its own kind of insanity during all of this, you know, sure, I'm definitely sure, like sure, sure. talking to the cat a lot and, uh, who who I just saw uh, in the background? Yeah, there. she did a little prance by. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Um, little showboat. We are obviously glad to hear that uh, you've been staying safe, but also during uh, lockdown, I guess something you've been working on and is about to be released is uh, the graphic novel of your podcast, Bubble, uh, yeah, which is coming out in July, which is so exciting. Yeah, thank you. No, it's nice, uh, nice, nice of you to bring it up uh, uh, in, in, in <laughs> such a, in such a cool way. Um, I uh, yeah, so I uh, in 2018 uh, made a, um, a sci-fi comedy podcast called Bubble with a lot of uh, other cool uh, writers, actors, directors, etc. And uh, yeah, it, it's kind of the story of um, a kind of near future where everybody lives in a bubble city, and those bubbles are tailored to like lifestyles so um you know a lot of the story takes place in the hipster bubble where there's great coffee and uh, cool vintage shops um sort of like you know the american version would be like a portland or a silver lake is sure. The, sure. I, what, sure, sure, sure. Do, do, what is your guys's local this is where the young creative types live See, Australia is so parochial that it depends on your city and depends, it depends where you're doing the joke from. Mm. Um, like, if you're doing the joke in Melbourne, you have a different city to if you're doing the joke in Sydney. 
Um, but I would say that, like, broadly speaking, you're describing, like, North Melbourne. Yeah. Is that the right Yeah, Brunswick or, um, <laughs> you know, Newtown or something. So when, when, when you do come here, Jordan, and you have to do local gear... Uh, that's that's what you should sub in. Okay, no, thank you. No, this is good. I should be writing this down. Yes, for the uh, for the international yeah. book tour that hopefully will happen at some point. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm like, this is a real North Melbourne story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the, the other thing about about Australia is because of our um like incredibly um insane housing market right now, which I think uh, is happening in a lot of places in the world. Um, all of the cool yeah, places. People are going gaga for houses. <laughs> yeah, they, they freaking like, love um, houses for some reason, these idiots. People can't stop living in houses. <laughs> the big trend for 2021. Yeah. Do you remember the Beanie Baby craze? <laughs> well, we're having that right now, but right. sort of dwellings. Um, it's a Beanie <laughs> Baby that you live in? <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, millennials. Um, so it was it was a it was a podcast and um, which by it, the way, it, uh, if you haven't listened to, you should go and listen to Bubble. It's it's really really not funny. Right this second, well not no, right finish now. Finish listening to this. Listen to a yeah. couple back episodes of this. <laughs> sure, uh, listen sure. to the hosts guesting on other podcasts. Sure, yeah. and then maybe listen to some JJ Go as sort of a palate cleanser, <laughs> and then listen. And then to yes, then you may listen to Bubble. Yeah, after um, all that. Um, yeah, so we, uh, you know, it's it's uh, you know it's these characters in this kind of domed version of a hipster city, and they they're kind of part of this kind of life or death gig economy where they have to you know kill monsters to survive. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's you know maybe the elevator pitch would be Search Party meets Guardians of the Galaxy if if Wonderful. those are two things that people recognize. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and we and we comic booked it and it's coming out uh, in July. Uh, but it is available for pre-order now if, if you go to Jordan's uh, website or you can find it on his Twitter. Are you, are you shipping to Australia? Yeah, so uh, Not if I, I can in help advance it. of this podcast... I'll bomb every boat on Twitter. <laughs> no, you're going to stick get the boat stuck in the Suez Canal again. <laughs> going to re-jam up the Suez Canal. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, so it, it, I asked my uh, my publisher. I, t- I, asked, I or I uh, or I emailed my editor and said like, "Hey, I'm I'm going to go on this podcast. They're Australian based. A lot of their audiences in Australia. Will will the, how will people get the book there?" And her response was, "It will get there eventually." Nice, um, wonderful. So keep an eye out. Uh, but maybe yeah. maybe the, the if you are Australian and you do want, want to want to get it, uh, it'll be available on Kindle and Nook. So if you want to read it, read oh, cool. it on e-readers. Uh, that's available, wonderful. and uh, hard copies to come. And if you're if you're in the non-Australian parts of the world, uh, yeah, you can pre-order it. Uh, you can do indie bookstores. You can do Amazon, Barnes and Noble, uh, local comic book shops. Um, and I know those places really appreciate the pre-orders. So definitely uh, yeah, hit up those indie and comic book stores if, if you got them. Amazing. Um, uh, guys, would would you like a... Um, Jordan, uh, we, we do a thing on this podcast that is universally beloved by listeners yep. where I will describe what I'm eating or drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, is it it's you called know, Snack I, Report. I, yeah, it's, it's I, deep I'd down professional. It's a, uni- it's a universally tolerated segment. <laughs> um, uh, what have you got I, for us today, we, Ben? Well, we've got an entirely liquid-based snack report. Um, I... <laughs> I'm drinking some filter coffee, uh-huh. um, which is which is a delight. I'm just gonna... uh-huh. Did you make this filter coffee? Oh, that's him sipping the mm, into sip. the microphone. Sip. Um, I did. I made this filter coffee. It mm-hmm. wasn't like out of a drip. I have this little thing that's about the size of a cup itself, and it's like a funnel that you put a filter in, and then you put the coffee in, and then you let it drip into another cup. It's a two-cup. 
It's a two-cup system. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but I'm also drinking, and it's weird. It's a weird, guys. The funny thing is, I've been drinking fluids since I was probably alive. Um, you're a big fluid. You're a big fluid guy. That's something that I've I yeah. heard about you. They're like, like, oh, you're gonna do yeah. Ben's podcast. Big fluid guy. Guy loves big fluid. Guy loves he it. He loves him. Um, I am, and I I don't think I've ever combined these two fluids before. I'm drinking filter coffee with a little bit of milk in it. That's not the two fluids I haven't combined. Guys, mm-hmm. trust me. Mm-hmm. I've done mm-hmm. that before. Sure. But I'm also drinking some ice-cold carbonated water. Mm. So, like, and I'm going to tell you that the cold and the bubble and then the flat and the hot, it's it, 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 it's not great. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. <Yeah. laughs> it's a, it's I, a real mouth confusion. Yeah, my, my, my gut reaction is that those two would not, would not go great together. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you, you nailed it, Jordan, because they don't. <laughs> Him, the um, problem is I'm quite. The problem is I'm quite thirsty, so I'm gonna have to keep doing it. I know you have no choice. You started, and you're gonna want to <laughs> see it through to the end. I get it. You don't it's a, leave it's any... a, a promise you made uh, to your dying grandmother, Ben, that you right. would mm-hmm. finish mm-hmm. these two liquids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, seemed like a modest request at the time, but now it's kind of a pain <laughs> in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't. She didn't even ask for it. Uh, she didn't ask me to promise it. Um, Michael, do you have one you want to kick us off with? Yes, this is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things available on offer. Uh, I'll put this one in the mm-hmm. chat if either of you would like to follow along. It's just the top link. Sure. And it is entitled... <laughs> this is actually from from your... This is from Los Angeles, Jordan, uh, ah, which is where you're based. Absolutely. Um, uh, wonderful, wonderful Los Angeles. This is City of Angels. City of Angels. That's right, Jordan. That's... Uh, That's both a city and a film. So both of them star Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage stars in both the city and the film. <laughs> uh, and this is under jobs, TV, film, radio, and video. And this is a casting call. Casting call okay. for Stone Faces Slap Championship in uh, West Hollywood. This was posted two days ago. Um, do you want to get hype and money? Casting oh. males and females. <laughs> For Stone Faces Slap Championship. Stone Faces Championship is one of the most popular entertainment sports shows on YouTube with millions of views. It gives you an opportunity to get huge exposure and win a money prize. This is very quirky and fun show. We're looking for like-minded actors to join our team as as slap fighters. Let's get some fun, adrenaline and hype. Money prize for each fight up to $1,500. Send us your weight, height, phone number and full-length photo. Uh, the casting will be done on the 2nd of May, 2021. Um, Jordan, I guess I'll start with you. Do you have any interest in getting slapped in the face for $1,500? Would well, you consider this? Here's the, here. My gut reaction is, you know, I mean, again, I don't want to brag about where my career's at. I don't sure. really need the money. I could okay, use the hype. Okay. I could use the hype, honestly. Just a general sense of hype in my life would... You can't uh, put a price on that either. You cannot put a price on hype. It's priceless. Um, I mean, especially, you know, a mother's hype, <laughs> grandmother's hype. These are beautiful things. How, how would you feel if your, like, um, publisher had booked you as a promo guest, uh, not on this podcast, but at the Face Slap Championship? Uh, and they were like, Gosh. Jordan, it's going to be really great. There's going to be a lot of people who want to get hit in the face who yeah. are going to buy Bubble. Will you go and do it? I would, I would. I mean, I guess my first question would be like, 
is there a lot of crossover? Do people who like <laughs> slap competitions buy a lot of graphic novels? Maybe they do. Again, I'm kind of new to publishing, so you know. Again, I, I, the, I maybe I don't know some of these things. Is there a connection between people who watch uh-huh, uh-huh. slapping on YouTube versus graphic novel buyers? I don't know. I don't know that. I can't say for sure. Now here's my question, and and I'm not an LA guy. I I never claimed to be an LA guy. You guys, you've known me for. 15 minutes, Jordan, and you can say that I never claimed to be an L.A. guy. Michael, you've known me for longer. It's something that I really go out of my way to not do. Uh, so I said... So have, that, you, have, you, have you guys been? Have you, have you guys been to L.A. for we, comedy or yeah, vacation we, or otherwise? We took... Um, we do another podcast called Dragon Friends, which is a, um, which is a Dungeons & Dragons sort of live show that we do. Uh, mm. And we... we uh, the people who make Dungeons & Dragons flew us to L.A. to do a, to do a show there um and we yeah we we went once i think you've been before michael yeah uh i've been to i've only gone for um uh embarrassingly i've only been there for improv classes in disneyland so (laughs) (laughs) and and to get laid probably too right (laughs) just like the um yeah if there's any more insufferable reasons to go to los angeles it was to do uh several years of classes at ucb and also go to disneyland a couple of times been there been been there you're you're in a you're in a safe space (laughs) i don't think i did la sort of justice um, because I, when, when we went there, my son was like six months old and he wasn't really sleeping. And, and I said to my wife, I need to go to Los Angeles to play Dungeons and Dragons and leave you with a six month old child. <laughs> this is something that needs to mm-hmm. happen. And right. I f- feel very badly about this. <laughs> um, and so it was a trip that was like, it was, we were only there for about a week and it was really tinged with a lot of guilt. Sure, because you felt like you'd abandoned your family to play Dungeons and Dragons, which in many ways, Michael, I had, and I think the it's it's kind of difficult to talk around that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so most of my memories, Jordan, of of LA is is walking around. Um, what's that part of LA that we were staying? Hing? It's like it's really it, it's. I was gonna say. It's it's like what's in the movie Chinatown, but I don't mean it's Chinatown. It's, it's a like, lot of uh, Chinese people. They um hmm. they serve a lot of their no, food. Like, uh, what do you call it? It's uh, <laughs> a town, a town type no, it situation. Was, it's, it's a, it was like one of the. It's like when I think about like when I think about LA in those like kind of classic detective movies, like lots of stucco houses. Mm. Where did we stay mm. anyway? Um, so most of my memories is like walking around this like really nice neighborhood and feeling incredibly mm. guilty. But mm. I uh, I lived in New York for about a year, uh, so I do I do know of America. Okay, I know you guys have um, you know streets and buildings. Right. Well, maybe perhaps you know from listening to our stand up comedy that L A and New York quite different in some humorous ways. <laughs> I have no um, Can I just share something with you guys? I've just Googled uh, Stoneface Slap oh. Championship. Yes. And um, I've just discovered. That uh, if you were interested at all, this casting is a non-union casting. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I, would, yeah, I would hate to get in trouble with the WGA if I uh, did some on-camera slapping. <laughs> yeah, I so mean, I guess, is, yeah. I guess elephant in the room, elephant on the internet is that this thing uh, is, is likely something that is is 
also or primarily someone's fetish, right? Yeah, like this I mean, is. <laughs> oh, I, I hadn't even thought. We, we do so much um, fetish chat on this podcast. It hadn't even crossed my mind that this was sexual. I assumed that this was. I assumed this was more like um, YouTuber content. Oh, but um, sure. I mean, of course, of course, someone is joking off to this. Of course. Of course, someone's checking. Yeah, I think there was a there's a, a not to be the guy who half remembers a documentary on a podcast because Lord knows that's pretty annoying. But yeah, there was a a, a documentary a couple years. I like know what tickle. you're talking about. Yeah, about. so there was tickle, a there's a right? there's a there was a tickle fighting web video series that was like oh. also you know pretty pretty clearly. A, a fetish, but kind of roped people in and kind of with a kind of similar ad. It's just like, come get tickled on camera. It'll be a hoot. Have some hype, you know. And then it's like, no, this is a, this is a, and you know, obviously, like if you enjoy slapping and tickling, uh, you know, God, God love you. Um, Absolutely, uh, more, do your thing. Mm. More power, more power to you. But yeah, I think that's it, it's interesting because yeah, it, there is an interesting thing there. If it's like. If they actually put this in the ad, that it's like this is something that right, people sure. are probably going to jerk off to, mm. um, that would be more accurate, but probably a less successful ad. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, ben, but it wouldn't materially if... change what what you did, which is turn up and get slapped, I assume. Right. Mm. But if you... Because uh, this is being cast in Hollywood, um, you know, and so obviously, obviously the people reacting to this, are, uh, sorry, the people answering this out are probably people that are, first of all, non-union members, right. but also they're people who need 1500 bucks. So it's unlikely you're going to get any of the big Hollywood stars getting involved there. But can I just pitch you something, Ben? Yeah. For $1,500. Sorry, is Jordan not part of this Shark Tank? Well, or? I just don't want to sully Jordan's good name with this. And I, 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 Jordan, okay. can, Jordan can get on this as well afterwards. Thank you. But, uh, ben, and can Mr. Wonderful you... get in on it too? Can I Can I go in with Mr. <laughs> Wonderful for this? this shark Tank joke. I don't know if you guys have the same sharks over there. Maybe you don't. Anyway. Um, for $1,500, would you... What, what if it was like the rock slapping you in the face? Would you... I think, I think the rock slapping me in the face would cause my face... To crumble into dust, Michael. I think I think that would be completely fatal. Okay, okay. Is there a celebrity who you? Or uh, can we reverse it? Is there a celebrity you would pay fifteen hundred dollars, not receive, but pay fifteen hundred dollars to slap you in the face? Like maybe Nicolas Cage, probably. I mean, no. If, if I if I got to choose the celebrity who did it and I got paid fifteen hundred dollars, I'd pick someone like Betty White. No, 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 no. Mm. This is you paying someone fifteen hundred dollars now to slap you in the face. Why do I have to do this? Why? Have you, why well, have I you... don't know. There's a gun to your head. Look, I don't. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> what world are you conjuring here? Uh, I, there's, there's a there's a there's a uh, there's a mayor who's found an old bylaw in the town. You know. You, okay. You, you, so this you... is this is rich world building. It's good. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, if what you're saying is, if what you're saying is, this has to happen that somebody slaps me and then I give them fifteen hundred dollars and I get to choose who that is, or does the fifteen hundred dollars mm. not go to the person slapping me? Does that well, fifteen hundred dollars go to a, want. go to a third party? No, I think it goes to them. I think you're paying Nicolas Cage fifteen hundred dollars to slap you in the face. Well, he doesn't need the money. He's 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 like Jordan Morris. I might argue he does. If the man has to the man has to make forty direct to DVD cheap uh, uh, gangster movies a year. He certainly uh, certainly could use a little slap money. 
Fun. I just think I, that it's a. I actually went to his. Uh, I went to his. I, and I can say specifically, I I know about Nicholas Cage's money problems because a couple years ago, I went to his estate sale. He did an estate sale to pay off his IRS. I have one of his like. I have a an old painting of his in my hallway. What? Is it a painting of him, or is it? No, it's called it's called Sacred Geometric Shapes for Meditation. That's the name of the of the piece. That's such an intense um, name. It's, it is, isn't it? Uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of just this nice series of shapes. It's something you might see hanging in a yoga studio. It's pretty nondescript, but it used to belong to Nicolas Cage. I got it for 40 bucks. <laughs> Amazing. What was, like, the most expensive thing you saw at the estate site? Was there anything that was crazy that everyone was bidding for? Uh, there, that's a great question. There was a lot of stuff that was out of my price range. There were several suits of armor, and there were several thrones. <laughs> More than one throne. And I was like, oh, man, if only I could buy this throne. One of these thrones, and no, they were too expensive. Sacred Geometric Shapes for Meditation was about the only thing that I could afford in there. Can you imagine being the IRS and um, being like, Mr. Cage, you owe us like $50 million in tax bills or whatever. And he's like, well, I don't know how I'm going to pay it. And then you just sort of going through his house and be like, well, Mr. Cage, you you could sell one of your many thrones. No, I could never do that. Oh, like a pauper. <laughs> like a pauper, I'll sell my throne. Oh, so I would just only have four or five thrones then? <laughs> that is incredible. It oh. was it was crazy. It really like painted the picture of a man who had an insane spending habit and bought really crazy things and now had to sell it all to strangers. How long ago yeah. was this? This is maybe a while. This is maybe this is maybe six years ago, seven years ago. That's incredible. How rich would you have to be, Jordan, to buy your first throne? Like, if you're worth, like, if I was worth right. twenty million dollars, I'm pretty sure I would own a throne. But I wonder what the lower limit of that is. Yeah, I guess you know, I've just like I've taken every vacation, I've visited everywhere I want to go. <laughs> you know, my my mm. I bought my mom yeah. a new house. I bought my yeah. sister a new house. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe because also if you're not if you're not that if you're not throne wealthy and you have a throne, right? That's that's tacky. You know what I mean? It it's a problem. It's sure, a problem, yeah. isn't it? It's, yeah, it, it, it being points to someone who doesn't know how to manage their money. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> Jordan, do you, have, do you have an ad you want to read for us? I do, absolutely. Um... Uh, this one is from Craigslist, um, and uh, it is titled Barnes & Noble. You can Google it. So here's the app. This is from the <laughs> Missed Connections uh, uh, tab, by the way. Missed Connections, where people go looking for love. It's from the New York area, Union Square specifically. Here goes nothing. We were upstairs in the manga section. You had Izumaki. I was considering Tomai, and I might be getting those names wrong. I don't want to go much into detail, but I find you attractive, considering we were both wearing masks. I just wasn't sure about the vibe you gave. When I approached you, I really wasn't trying to hit on you. I was genuinely asking a question I should have just Googled. 
You were right, however. I was trying to distract myself from battling with some anxiety. Oh, and I figured out you were just being helpful when you came back, but just in case you were trying to make conversation, feel free to respond. If this is you, please respond with the following. One, what was I wearing? Two, what exactly were you telling me to Google? (laughs) Boy, that's the the saddest short story. (laughs) Oh my, okay, so to piece this, to sort of forensically piece this back together, like a sort of sadness archaeologist. Sure. Um... Yeah, like so, CSI emotion. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see, did you guys watch the Hannibal, the short-lived Hannibal yes. procedural? Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we got uh, it. No, it's I don't think we got that here. Did we get it here, man? With Mads, Mads, Mads Mikkelsen as Hannibal mm. and the, and the you know, guy he's paired up with is a, a like, FBI yeah. guy with super empathy. So when he walks in and sees a crime scene, yeah. you see it in reverse. So oh. you see, like... You kind of see he feels himself committing the crime, and I think that's kind of what we have to do here is Uh we're here at the crime scene, which is this, the crime scene being this ad, and now maybe let's – we need to back up and – and figure out exactly what took place. Let's begin. They're wearing masks. I I now realize that obviously it's pandemic face masks. Mm -hmm. Honestly, maybe it was because – of the context, but my mind, mm. the first place my mind went was Guy Fawkes. Ah, <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> Anonymous. Um, so what I what I think happened was that he saw this this woman, I think it's a guy and a girl in that order. Yeah, I don't see mm. any pronouns? pronouns in here, but, I, but... I, I assumed that as well. Well, there could let's be. say... Yeah, usually, usually these ads are a man approaching a woman yeah, I have and to making say, that woman very, feel a little bit weird. It's very rare that you get a misconnection on Craigslist, which is a woman being like, I had an interaction with a man that I would like to have again. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> That's... Another one of those, please. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so... Let's say um, a man saw a woman in a bookstore, went up and asked a mm-hmm. question. She said, Google it, possibly mm-hmm. adding, I think you're just masking your anxiety. Yeah. L- yes. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. You were right, however. I was trying to distract myself from battling with some anxiety. Which is like mm. a cuckoo bananas thing Yeah, to say to somebody. Yeah, exactly. If someone... Ask you a question, hey, do you know where the anime is or whatever? And then they're just like, are you? Do you have really bad anxiety? <laughs> like, so, like, what sort of question could this have been? Because obviously, like, the first thing is, like, it's an anime question. Or, or sorry, a right. manga. I, sorry, I spoke. But it's it could a manga have just been, like, anime. don't send us emails. A manga question. We know the difference, oh, okay? <laughs> um, it could. So, it could have been a manga question about some sort of finer point of whatever the person had in their mm. hand. Um, or it could have just been, like, you know... What's the capital of Ecuador? <laughs> 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 could, could been... ah, I see you. I see you like manga. What's the capital of Ecuador? <laughs> <laughs> In which case, Google it is a perfectly fine response. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have a bookstore called Kinokunya in... Uh, in- America, Jordan? Uh, we don't. Uh-uh, no. So Kinokunya is a um, it's a Japanese bookstore that came to Australia maybe like I don't know maybe twenty years ago or something I don't know. But they are sort of the place you would go if you want to purchase um, like Japanese like books and manga and stuff. But right? it's also a lot like oh, it's a, it's a good like kind of indie bookstore. I, I, I would say I would say that there is a very good chance that it will it will stock bubble. 
Sure, yeah, they do a lot of great yeah. comics. Sure, they do yes. lots this of other stuff. Good. But but specifically, if you're after sort of like if you're a weeb who's really into like Japanese stuff, mm-hmm. head to Kinokuniya. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll be able to find or whatever backlogs of. Are you um, doing an ad read? I don't all, understand all what the, this is. All the attacks on <laughs> Titans you need. <laughs> if you need Naruto, if you need yeah, um, yeah whatever. I, I, no, I was just saying because uh, I'm not a, I'm not a, a manga guy really, but just because of sort of being a nerd. You know, you're sort of manga adjacent for most of your life, right? You pick it up. So you come into contact with these kind of things. You might be going there to buy some other comic books and you go, oh, I'm just going to have a look at the Japanese section just because you feel... Yeah, it's like how, how, like, Russian speakers can kind of understand Polish. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like like how... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. You basically get the flight. Like, you've, you know, you've you've watched enough, you know, yeah, clips on the internet to be like, okay, fine, fine. I've seen Ghost yeah. in the Shell. I guess I need to read a manga now. <laughs> I need to read sure. a, a Naruto. So I um, would occasionally, back when I was um, in uni, I would I would go to this, you know, couldn't uh, to buy to, to buy comic books or whatever, and then would end up just browsing through the manga section. And I will say that uh, I would say that everyone I encountered in the manga section was the most shy and mm. uh, the kind the kind of person who d- would be horrified horrified by the idea of a stranger coming up to them and being like what's the capital of ecuador do you know what i mean i cannot think yeah, of a worse yeah, yeah, yeah. demographic of person to try and strike up conversation with as a stranger well i don't think you browse the manga section looking for, for chit chat right no no <laughs> that's what i mean that's why i'm saying that this person and this ad going into the manga section and and then sort of striking up conversation and then trying to, after that, kind of romantically link up with this person. I, I think I this person of- has misread this interaction entirely. I would say, I mean, I mean that I'd also, uh, you know, and I, I think I agree with you too. I think that, you know, if, if you're looking to, to, uh, to meet somebody in a bookstore, manga, eh, that's a very high level of difficulty. Sure. Um, but I think that begs the question, What's the horniest section of the book? Great question. I'm so glad you asked. So great. I think it's probably historical fiction. Mm, Mm. Sure. So, like, the the tanks of World War II or... (laughs) You're thinking of, like... Sorry, yeah. You're thinking of, like, Harry Turtledove sort of... um, I was thinking more like um, a book called something like uh, the, The King's Other Woman. You know what I mean? Oh right, yes. I, okay, so I yes, I was. I guess I was thinking of like military yes. history books that you would get your stepdad for Christmas. <laughs> what you're talking about is like like stories about Randy Stable. Sure. <laughs> yeah. The Randy Stable Boy and yeah. the Ladies Butter yeah, Church. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. What about like the? Um, I would think as well. Like that might be a, a great fiction. Um, section, but if you're a non-fiction reader, I would say like the the self-help area. I think would have some very horny people okay. in it. Okay, you know, like I those think people. It's certainly who, a sweaty part of the bookshelf. Well, you know those like uh, books that are like, um, I guess they're like kind of thinly veiled as self-help books, um, but the kind of people who read them are uh, desperate to have sex with lots of people. Uh-huh. So the, uh-huh. the the book will be Are you called like, like about pickup artist books. It's kind of it's kind of that, but the, I think pickup artist books. I sort of I feel like if you're reading one of those nowadays, it's like, or if or ever, I guess it's kind of a bit like, Ugh, you know, 
But no, but I know what you mean. Like the jury is well and truly in on what they are. Yeah. Like maybe like maybe like ten years ago there was some grey area, but now I think we're pretty much all decided what. They yeah, are. that's yuck, right? But there's there's a, I guess there's like a, a kind of book that is like it's called like fifteen steps to being a better person or whatever. And uh-huh, then you right. open it up and the first thing is like, you know, uh, to get your dick hard, you got to run twice a day. You know, you're like, whoa, how did this happen? And it's I like, really, I, I really- well, I mean, some would argue that uh, <laughs> the better person is the one whose dick is the hardest. I think, you've, I think what you've done, Hing, is you've made up a kind of book and then No, this is a kind of book. And the reason I know... The, <laughs> kind of a straw the book. The reason I know this is a kind of book uh-huh. is because... Um, Oh, years ago, I, I, I'm sure I've told you the story, Ben, but basically, I sh- this is back before streaming music, right? I shared my, uh, uh, my MP3 collection God, uh-huh. <laughs> with, a, um, I would say, an acquaintance who was a, um, a tech at a comedy festival we did, right? Sure. I gave him my MP3 collection. After that, my hard drive died, and, and I asked him if I could have a copy of my mp3 collection back and he gave me sure. all of my music back but also everything that he'd put in there which was oh, a series dear. of self-help books including oh, some very horny no. books right and oh, so okay. i'd be like listening to some fucking indie playlist and it'd be like oh like it'd be like mgmt or whatever and then the next track would be like uh, if you need to believe in yourself I'm like what the fuck how has this happened <laughs> Just like a shuffle wow. into like trying to reprogram my brain to be better and hornier. <laughs> and I would say that'll, that that'll vibe. I would say that was around about the time your career started taking off. Yeah, so. and um, and hey, and now much hornier than ever. So you uh-huh. can. <laughs> hey, uh, do you guys want one to take us home? Yes, please. Uh, this is uh, taken from a um, part of uh, the internet called Facebook, all about. Uh, Campbell's Lang, mm-hmm. which I think is a place in the UK, possibly. It's a, it's a town anyway. in Scotland, I believe. Yeah, so you town in Scotland. Yep. Okay, so somebody's just posted. I think it's like a community group. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like next door or whatever. To a certain individual who came by this afternoon and took a shit in our staircase, <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> our downstairs neighbour has a ring doorbell. A ring is capitalized, so I think it's a brand. Right, and okay. has your face clearly recorded <gasps> along with a person you were with. <laughs> That's a nightmare scenario. You, yeah. you let's just let's just go ahead and let's just go ahead and put that little detail in our pockets for later. <laughs> the person you were with. Anyway. An accomplice. <laughs> there was a second pooper. <laughs> you have time until tomorrow morning. To come back and clean up your mess. I don't care what time Fuck. it is. If you don't, the recordings will end up at the police. Make things right or we will. There's an edit. So they put this up and then they've decided that they need to add more. Mm. Edit. I can understand emergencies. And honestly, even in these COVID times, <laughs> I would best. let you in the house if you asked. But doing it on someone's staircase, we don't want to stir another controversy or lynch anyone. All right, good. I just want this to be cleaned up. And sadly, it's not a joke. Wow. That was from uh, the All About Campbell's Lang on uh, on Facebook. Mm. And that was sent in by Anna Rutherford. Thank you, Anna, for sending that in. 
Um, Thank you, Anna. What a find! What an incredible yeah, find! Yeah, I, I like. I think the edit is very sweet. The edit, the edit paints the picture of someone who, you know, rightfully was pissed off that their staircase got got shat mm. upon, and then made sure. the post, and then felt like. I really came off like an asshole in that post. I need to. Yeah, like, I need right? to go We're back. And just, I mean, I understand. Angry. Tough times. COVID's <laughs> tough for everybody. <laughs> you know, I like. I, I. I think it's very sweet that they wanted to go back and like be l- less judgmental. I think you're right. I think there's something mm. like really kind of almost life affirming that we as a species <laughs> can like have the thought sincerely. Was I too harsh just now on the man who shat in my stairwell? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think that speaks to, like, a real desire to get on. Yeah. Um, you're uh, absolutely right, Jordan, that you've kind of isolated one of the most intriguing parts of this ad, uh, which mm. is which is the second pooper. <laughs> the second pooper. <laughs> I, mean, I don't, guess I don't know. It, it's, it's weird if the person pooped and it's weird if they didn't. It's both. It's It's weird. Mm. Yeah, yeah. If they doubled up, it's strange that they did it as a pair. If they didn't do it, it's like, were you just watching? Were you helping? Why didn't you stop yeah. this? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think the only thing that it would be weird if there was footage of them doing, like, the, the only thing that wouldn't be weird if they if if they were being like, what the f- stop doing that? You know what I mean? If they were like, you can't. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. But other you than know what that, this I reminded me of Ben. Yeah, uh, Jordan, you probably wouldn't know this, but in Australia, about I would say three years ago. The biggest story in the nation, yeah. like the, the, the top story on the news every night for like a week was uh, a man called the Poo Jogger, <laughs> which was a man who lived in, uh, I think he was in Brisbane, and basically he was caught- It was a very affluent yeah, suburb. I it was a real remember, fancy part of, of the town. And basically every morning, this uh, people were finding just a, a shit in the same place in their apartment. I think on their- uh, in their apartment stairs, maybe or something like that. I was, and basically everyone, everyone in the community kept finding these like random shits. Anyway, then finally someone got a photo of him, <laughs> uh, right? Okay. Which is if Jordan, if you if you are saying this, that you don't know about this, I think you're being disingenuous because I have a Washington Post article. <laughs> In a, <laughs> that we're gonna put in the chat. Wow! I mean, I I guess I don't read. I'm gonna I'm gonna click on this here. You've put it in the chat. Uh, I I will say I don't regularly read the Washington Post, but I mean, it does seem like it made international news. Wow! The headline is a corporate executive led a secret double life as Australia's poo jogger. <laughs> Oh my so go for a jog in the morning. They do a poo. It, look to do yourself. You do you click on this link. This is this is. You'll see a photo of the man. The photo of the is man is, poop. is pretty. Is pretty terrific. It's pretty iconic. He's just. He's he's in jogging material. His <laughs> he's in exercise gear. His pants are at his knees, and he's like a man in his sixties. Wow! Wow! He he looks like he. Uh, he he looks like John Slattery's less charismatic older brother. Like a, you could see a little bit of the old uh, oh. silver fox in him, but he's just oh. he's just had a tougher life. Yeah, he did it. Uh, is, so times. did you? Did you? Uh, again, this is a, this is something that was that was big on our Twitter. I don't know if it made its way over mm. to Australia Twitter or not, but um, the op-ed article from the man that was 
angry that Disneyland had gotten too woke. <laughs> I did see that. That was uh, that was he was the main character of, of Twitter that day. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, so there was what was this, this? I actually don't think I saw this. What was this? Actually, okay. So I think I'm I'm bringing it up because um, it is. I think it's an equally good marriage of headline and photo. And I think obviously this pooper is perfect. He is making the face of someone who poops in public and doesn't give a shit. Um, Hold on. Give me a... Of course. Yeah. This... (laughs) Yeah, I remember uh, Jordan that because it was one of those rare cases where an op-ed is so bad that it spawns multiple op-eds about it. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. It is a, yeah, it's the snake eating its tail of op-eds. Yeah. Sure. Hing, when you went to Disneyland, did you find it, did you find it suffocatingly woke? I, f- oh, hang on. I, I found, I, I will tell you, I found it the most wonderful thing I've ever done in my life. I turned up being very cynical and being like, meh. It's all corporations. They don't give a shit. This is going to be terrible. And then um, when I arrived at the hotel, I was greeted by Mickey Mouse. And I would say 75% of my brain was the, the joy part was unlocked, and ha- which had not been accessed since I was four years old. Yeah. And I felt eternal happiness. Because I, um, I, I, I didn't go on that trip, um, possibly because I burnt up um, any sort of goodwill with uh, being able to go on frivolous holidays with uh, going to LA to do Dungeons and Dragons. But... The way that you talked about being at um, being at Disney World was like a way I've, I've never heard you speak before. <laughs> yeah, too happy. Um, I, I believe I think I might have find it. Is, is it an article from the Orlando Sentinel that we're looking at? Yes, as, yes, it is. That's the uh, I think that's the paper right, in okay. question. Oh, I've got it. it's behind a paywall. <laughs> yeah. wanna, what this this news organization wants me to pay to mock their article? Come on, <laughs> that's how they get you. You uh, you pay for it so you can dunk on it and get those likes. The photo of him is incredible, though, Jordan. He looks like a... And this this shouldn't be oh possible. Oh, my goodness. But he looks like a more smug John Lovitz. Yes, that's a good way to, that's a good way to put it. He's, he's, oh my a, goodness. he's like a giant-headed man in a, like, Disney-themed, yeah. like, party shirt. And he is sitting yeah. in front of a, you know, little shelf of Disney trinkets. Uh, you yeah. know, a, 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 an adult <laughs> Disney fan. Uh, nothing against him, of course. Um, but, uh, but what's amazing about that photo is that he took it. Like, yeah, he he's like, it, this, is it, went, <laughs> this is the one. This is the one. Oh man! Speaking of John Lovitz, Jordan, have you seen his? Um, have you seen his cameos? Not the not the multiple brilliant cameos he does in television and film, in like League, the but... League of Their Own, for example. <laughs> for example. Uh, no, example. I mean the service cameo. I it, haven't, it is... and now that is what I want for my birthday. If anybody's out there listening, I want John Lovitz to tell me I stink on my birthday as Jay Sherman, it the critic. E- he, puts, he really puts effort into them. Or not. I don't know, I don't know if it's effort, but he, he, he's really funny in them. And he just kind of rambles about one of, the, one of them was, uh, he's like, I'm, I'm giving a shout out to Angela. Who likes and I can't remember what the movie was, um, but it's like her favorite movie is this, which I was in. I have a question for Angela. What was that movie about? <laughs> I read the script and I said, "What's this?" It's great. Yeah, just like a just like a hilarious human. I I maybe sadly wouldn't be shocked if he's come out with some bad takes or something and I just haven't heard about them. But um, as of right now, I don't know about that. And uh, we'll just say I love John Lovitz. I don't think he, I don't think I have, because I feel like 
that would I feel like I'd know about that. I feel like if John Lovitz did something bad, I'd like not only would I hear about it online, right. but I'd like sort of sit bolt up right up in the middle of the night and sort of feel that there was a disturbance somewhere. Well, look, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page right now, and in his corner, uh-huh. he um he he did have a feud with Andy Dick. Um a- yeah, but that's fine. That's absolutely yep, so that's, fine. That's pretty good. He had he he accused Andy Dick um, of okay. being involved okay. in the death of a mutual friend and sort of yeah. But the yeah, other yeah. thing he's done I think is he punched uh, Andy Dick actually. Maybe anyway. I think there was a, yeah. According to this, there was a physical altercation at the Laugh Factory in Los Angeles, <laughs> which is a, a very funny fun sentence. place to have a fist um, fight. <laughs> Uh, it also says he's friends with Sean Penn and Adam Sandler, so one good and one bad. Um, and he, uh, he, he's, it says here he's, he's a Democrat. However, he was an outspoken critic of, of President uh, Barack Obama, uh, who he described as, quote, a fucking asshole. Oh, boy. Um, saying, he's saying he had nothing and the guy ends up being at Harvard. He's the president of the United States and now he's like, fuck me and everyone who made it like me. So, I would say All a right, confused well, political take there from Mr. Sure, Lewis. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's one of those things that's too confused to be offensive. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I, I think if I, if I drill down this, I could really find what you meant to be mad and angry about. But where that I read, it just says... Also, it's like, if he's saying it in his voice, it's a fucking asshole. He's a you know, asshole. There's something yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's fine. He stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this has oh, been such man. a delight. Jordan, thank you so much for joining us uh, on this. Yes, thank you for having me. This is such a... You guys are so funny, and this is such a funny premise. So, yeah, oh. thank you for having me. What a joy. Uh, really looking forward to Bubble coming out on uh, as a physical book or, indeed, making its way through the Suez Canal to Australia eventually. I'm really looking forward to uh, to asking somebody in Kinakunya where it is and having them say, Google <laughs> it. Them feel very Google it. <laughs> you work here. <laughs> Listen, I think I listen. I'm, I need to backtrack a little bit. I think I mucked up the plug in a couple of ways. Okay, uh, okay. Hey, I did hey. not. I did not mention the creative team of this thing. I didn't. Great. I didn't. I didn't write it and drop myself. I wrote it with the great Sarah Morgan, a great comedy writer from the UK. Mm-hmm. The art is by Tony Cliff. He does the Delilah Dirk series. Uh, beautiful art. Oh, the fights in this thing. The fucking fights are out of control. Good. Uh, the colors are by Natalie Reese. She does the Dungeon Critters series. Uh, psychedelic alien trippiness I love it uh, Great creative team Also You guys fucking set me up With a Barnes and Noble story A Barnes and Noble Which is one of the places You can pre-order Bubble I said nothing I said nothing about it I could have easily gotten in there With the cheeky You know Barnes and Noble Is where you can pre-order yeah. I, We so, yeah. set it up It was sitting there on the tee and- I'm just here with my Fucking, <laughs> fucking finger up my nose, shitting in yeah. the stairwell. <laughs> Piece of shit. Uh, oh, man, when your publisher hears this, they're going to be so mad, Jordan. They're going to be so angry. Is that, is that uh, so, the writer, is that is that writer also involved in the in the podcast or was she brought on? Um, uh, for- yeah, so Sarah is a, uh, Sarah's a longtime pal and collaborator. She did a lot of work on the podcast. And uh, yeah, when the time came to do the graphic novel, um, I definitely wanted her involved. Cause, yeah, she did, a, she did a lot of work kind mm. of like helping me shape the characters and the world and just just is a just as a hilarious joke machine and uh a great pal and yeah she's she was awesome to work with as was uh totally natalie two two 
comics pros who kind of helped us with the comic book stuff. Yeah, sincerely, I'm actually really interested in like, I'm always interested when when something has to become another thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's one of my interests. Uh, when things uh, become ben, other things. Ben's very much into transmutation. Um, he sure. sits in his oh. bar um, every evening. Like, like lead into gold kind of stuff? Yeah, 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 lead into gold. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to nail it. Um, no, but I'm just interested, like, you know, because a, a podcaster, I suppose, like this this format is like a sort of, you know, a radio play, um, is, is like such a, a particular format, especially with comedy, in, in where the beats are and where the, where the joy is and where, like... Um, uh, what makes it work and a graphic novel is also like such a particular format so like it's definitely not a one for one thing like, I'd say it's a much more you, visual you... format than the podcast if I'm honest <laughs> I would say so it's, it's I, think off the bat. I think that's it's... very fair that's a very fair <laughs> it's a very astute <laughs> observation very fair comment but, um, but yeah I mean like how did you kind of approach how did you approach kind of finding finding what worked about the the, the idea in, a, in such a different medium yeah I mean I think that the 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 story is a very comic booky one so mm. i think it right. already kind of naturally it i kind of feel like it kind of wanted to be that in a way sure. like it uh yeah it, it 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 fits in a lot of great ways but also yeah you know i, I think we just had we had we had a great team and like you know sarah has done sarah being from the uk writes a lot of audio sitcoms so she kind of knew that world and was yeah, very helpful right. with, with the podcast part. And then, you know, Tony and Natalie are both, you know, awesome, you know, comedy or comics geniuses. So they kind of helped with that stuff. And then, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think it's, it's just like, you know, it, figuring out what we liked about the podcast, the like characters mm. and some of the jokes and some of the, you know, monsters and then, you know, finding ways to kind of do them in comics and also, you know, like, you know, adding some stuff that was like visual. Like we have some sure. wordless sections, you know, which mm. like obviously you couldn't do on the podcast. Yes. But yeah, we have some stuff that's just visual. It's, you know, some stuff that's like in a character's head. Some, right. uh, yeah. So I mean, think, I think we just wanted to make sure we did enough stuff that was like specifically for comics. Sure. Um Oh, you know, I don't think I've mentioned this anywhere, but I'll, I'll mention it here because I think it's really cool. There's a there's a there's a drug trip um, scene in the book, and Tony drew it in such a way to where you have to hold and rotate the book to uh. read the text because it's the inside the character's head that's tripping out. So yeah, so Tony has so many great ideas oh, like so that of how to kind of like do something in comics, but that also breaks it a little bit. Uh, so yeah, I think it's just like you know. Finding the stuff you like, the characters, the jokes, the story, and then, you know, thinking about what's cool about the medium. Um, Well, the podcast was so funny, and uh, I can't wait to read the graphic novel. Um, Jordan Morris, thank you so much for, uh, yeah, for chatting with us on Free to Good Home. Thank you. Yeah, this is so fun. This is such a such a fun show. Such a fun premise. You guys, you guys are you guys are cool. I, I loved it. This is this has been a blast. Well, thank you, listener, and thank you to everybody who sent in ads, and thank you to everybody who's on the Patreon. Until next week, bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a Escape.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.